Tonight, we are answering your most mind-bending questions. Try our best to quench your Pokemon thirst. From the BCCS headquarters in points around the globe, more detailed than Hikari's skirt, this, ladies and gentlemen, is BulbaCast Episode 3. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Bulbacast, episode three of season two. I'm just Skill, of course, and we are joined by a plethora of people, and I cannot wait until I introduce you to them. So here they are. First of all, we have Bulba Gardens admin, Archaic. Hi, everyone. We have from Bulba Garden, uh, the man known by everybody as an op and the founder of Bulba Garden, the, the Bulba Gardens chat right now, even though he's not really that. Uh, here is Satoshi Kun. Hiya. <laughs> and uh, one of our most uh, favorite people in the Bulb Garden chat room is not a girl. It is Misty. Oh. And person that made me sick because I ingested him, the incredibly non-edible substance known as PPN Steve, the owner of Pokemon Palace Network. Hey, everyone. Oh, I'm not food, by the way. Yes, tonight's <laughs> cast will be very random. Uh, we have Q&A segments, and we're going to have a couple of call-ins here. As you can tell, we have a lot of people on the night, so let's get this party started. Yay! First off, uh, we're going to do two call-ins, as we promised in our old itinerary here. So, first call we're going to have tonight. Jeez, I don't even know. Ah, Full Master. Here we go. Full Master from PM. Hello, Fullmaster. Welcome to Volcast episode number three of season Hello. two. Hello. Hello oh, there, good sir. Going great. Uh, <laughs> any questions you have for us tonight, or what would that be? If yes. Um, by the way, the Diamond and Pearl is heading in the future. Do you think Akari will have a bigger fandom than Haruka had? Ooh, very good question indeed. Um, at He's this got rate, a shorter skirt than Haruka had. Yeah, and uh, not to mention that the, the physics definitely uh, are appealing to men, obviously, so that's <laughs> probably going to be one of the main reasons uh, why we have why we have Ikari, because we need that appeal, and that appeal is definitely there. Right, she replaces the boy that May left when she, when she left anime. But I want to say that Pokemon is, is uh, shonen. And it's aimed more towards uh, not just a children's audience anymore, it's just the character styles. a primarily male-targeted yeah. anime. Although Young male. They are taking steps to try to 
communicate that. Yeah, the age group would be somewhere around 8 to 17, be the mm, primary. Yeah, especially now that Hikari's in there. Yeah, yeah. That, bu- that bumps the age level a little bit, but uh, still, it does not bump the age level of the character, necessarily. Mm, it bumps the age level to about 45. <laughs> <laughs> in Japan, uh, 45 will be a conservative estimate there. But you have, you have to consider this. It is a shonen show in its main purpose. You have fights, you have a m- main male lead character, but the Pokemon themselves also lead towards less of a, you know, not as much of a shonen show because, sure, some of them are very boyish, but a lot of them are ones that could be considered kawaii or cute. Mm. Which leads yeah. more That's towards. That's always been a small factor in the anime, anyway. Yeah. To tell, you, to tell you the truth, I don't even know what direction. To tell you the truth, I don't even know what what uh, direction the anime uh, tilts to. It tilts to all these directions, and you can't really you can't really focus on one section. It always has to go. They're just trying to, to, to well, cater to a very wide audience. Most well, they're trying to right. well they're trying to touch all the bases, so I'm yeah. not surprised and, there. Exactly. That's really one thing that actually makes it such a great show because it, they aren't just limiting themselves to a certain genre, except they I don't think you've ever seen any real giant robots. If you have, Todd. Well, no, we have yeah, Team Rocket Rockets robots. Constantly. Yeah, Team Rocket robots. You had the mechas, right? Yes. Which, then you, you had the giant Pokemon of Pokemonopolis. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh. These, uh, Actually, Celebi kind of did become a giant robot of sorts. Yeah, he you know, kind was, of. Hmm, kind of like the heart of one for a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we I guess we basically touched uh, on that oh one. I, I believe. Well, getting back on topic here, I believe that Hikari will have a bigger role in Haruka. It depends only if the series lasts longer. Because if you recall, hmm. AG lasted 190. One eps officially, 192 if you count the Wishcast one, no, not going there. If this does last more than 200, then she'll definitely get the nod, but it's too early to tell, of course. Yeah. Ratings tell the story, of course. Yes, Plus, do. DP hasn't come out in America yet. Either. Yes, exactly. So you cannot you cannot go solely based on Japanese audiences. You have to wait until yeah. the others flood in. All right, Japanese audiences can be very different from American audiences. Indeed so. Nakeza, were there any other questions from us? Um, yes. This one should be short, sweet, and to the point. Mm-hmm. Do you think there will be a fifth generation? Yes. Yes. It's a yeah. main Yes, indeed. The question is when. Uh, oh, when? Um, uh, my personal guess is on two to three years. Yeah, three yeah. years. My, my bet is more close to four, though. Oh, like... I would say before three. Uh, generation six. It will be a Wii game. For three. Well, think, think about it. Think about it this way. AG went from 2002 to 2006. Well, yeah, Take that into think, consideration. I think what happened with the advanced generation is you have to consider uh, the fire red and leaf green kind of came in there. So I think if if we actually do get the gold and silver remakes, then yeah, I'll say four years. But otherwise, I'll say three. I don't think we'll be getting the gold and silver remake, though. I don't either, and I hope we If we only got the Fire Red and Leaf Green, I believe, so that first generation could be traded with the, yeah. with the uh, yeah. that current generation, and that, to a lot of people, is really the generation that needed the most upgrading. The one thing about Fire Red and Leaf Green is on the Sevi Islands, they had um, gold and silver scores, music scores on it, and that kind of made me think that they weren't going to make a remake for gold and silver anytime soon, or even ever. 
even if they don't no, make no, 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 no. a remake of Gold and Silver, we could still see the Johto region come back in a new game. They've made so many references to Johto in Diamond and Pearl that I'm convinced they will do something with it at some point. Yeah. But it's a question mm. of what will they do. Hmm. Ruby and Sapphire had a lot of mentions of Johto and Kanto too. Actually, look what happened to that. Yeah, I have wondered... Thing too. Uh, there was one thing I wondered at a previous point, which was basically that... Um, why not say so we get to the next generation, and instead of having two games which are practically identical to each other, they just have one game set in each region, and they have like four or five games, and sell them all. That would require a gargantuan amount of work. I don't know if they'll be willing to do that. I think two games is probably the most they're going to do. I think right now they've developed a formula that generates close to the maximum amount of money for the least amount of work. That's just the same thing. that's the bottom line right there. You have some groups of friends who, like, one friend will get one, the other will get the other, and then you have other people who will get both. And right now, that's what's working the best for them. You make four games, it's going to look even more so like all you really care about is making more money. And they might do like a... Uh, well, fine, do two games version. initially, then do two other games later. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, that's Start out with Kanto version and Johto version, and then later release Shino and... Use, use the current model. Two games initially, and then a third with combinations of both. To the mm, next question, the next question to move it on to the next new thing, whatever. I mean, it's not like they need to redesign the maps or anything. All they have to do is update them to the latest graphics. Mm. And yeah. since they're using very formal-like uh, cookie-cutter graphics, that could be done fairly easily. Relatively yeah. easy, huh? And remember, when, by the time that the new tech, or the uh, newer games come out, remember we're going to have a much more higher technology, so probably by then we're going to have cards that hold a lot, heck of a lot more data than they do now. Oh, that's true, yeah. too. Because it's remember, it size, it's, probably, it's not going to decrease in size, I can tell you that much. <laughs> because you know the developers, of, the developers will, yes, the developers will use every single byte of the mm-hmm. space in that cart. Yeah. So if you have mm-hmm. like a 4 gig or a 6 gig cart, they want to use all 4 to 6 gigs. Mm. Yeah. Nick, right, I think I we've answered the question yeah. there. Yeah. Yes, indeed we have. So, FM, thanks for calling in. We'll have you definitely again on another cast. And uh, you have a good night, sir. You too. Night, night. Good to be here. Good night. All right. Done it. Night. See ya. All right, Ben. And so, FM was a great a question. Yes. Uh, before we get to our next calling, we are going to answer one question from the random question bin that we have over here. We like to call random things. Uh, let's see. We are going to have... Um, well, these questions are for Sunny. Do number uh, three for one. We're going to do... The first one will be number three that uh, Sunny wants to know. She writes, Recently, the Japanese TV Guide magazine New Type released a list of the top 100 anime characters. Hikari was the only Pokemon character on the list at number 57. Do you think Hikari will be that popular outside of Japan? Now, before it's we, now, noting before here that we it's begin, not a TV guide. Yes. So this isn't just what the average person decides is the most popular characters, and if that did, obviously Pikachu is going to be higher. Uh, this is the actual serious 
otaku who are probably late teens to in their 20s in uni or maybe in high school or something like that. So just the fact that a Pokemon character got on here is surprising. Yeah, because let me me just mention this. Um, Two characters from uh, one of my favorite anime, School Rumble, made it on the list. Uh, Eri Swatchka made it at uh, number 86, if I recall correctly. And Yakumo Skamoto made it at uh, number 77, tied. They are two uh, characters... They are two great characters, indeed, if you watch the Throughout School Rumble. And if you don't, I suggest you do watch it. This is a very funny series, tons of parodies. But um, th- those two making the list, I think, uh, were, pretty good, were a pretty good choice. Hikari, number yeah, 57. Yeah, Hikari at 57. Yeah, considering yeah, that she's a brand new character. She's brand spanking new. Yeah, that, that, that doesn't because... surprise me, guys. New type, only, pretty much, the fans of New Type really care the most about what's current. What's new? Yes, which would be a great show right. for what's going on in America. But yet again, you have to consider that there's some characters there, like, Car- like uh, Sakura from CCS. She's about right. 10 years old. And you have some well, characters you've got to consider with Sakura, it's constantly getting new material in the way of that officially true. released art books or Dojin or, I mean, you've got Sebastian yeah. that's been And it's recently. still relatively new. And also you know, it's it's new not like Doraemon or... Well, Anything like no, that. over over well, in Japan at this point in time, card capture Sakura is ancient. When the Pearl comes here, do ancient do is more think, than a year ago. <laughs> do we think it's going to have that same kind of effect to the fans here in the United yes. States? Yes, yes, it will. Not as but, much of a grand scale, but well, anime never is, is, is as much of a grand scale in America. But I, I feel well, thank, for well, frankly because uh, most of the companies. Well, some of the companies do a horrible job in dubbing and translation, but let's not yeah, get into you know that. that. Like four kids. <laughs> four kids. Still have the fans, still watch it, doesn't matter. The voice actors were great. The people writing the scripts, the people with the spray paint cans covering up things on this. They were writing storyboards. They, they, they were using uh, light, light bright uh, for uh, storyboards. That's why hey, they were like, Hey, look, rice and rice cake. Let's light. call it a donut. Mmm, <laughs> donut. Mmm. Pack the color donuts. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes, and well, thank you, Sydney, for that question. Thank you very much. Well, um, actually, we haven't really answered that. The question was, do you think Hikari will be that popular outside of Japan? Yes. And uh, we'll yeah, get, well, I think we have answered it. Yes, we, well, we've said yeah, that. The answer is it's a, she's already that popular. Just look at shipping. Yes, right. But we're talking <laughs> more along the lines of mainstream. When the anime gets here, it hasn't even got here yet. Yeah, you know, yeah, shipping and things like that are, kind of, are are not as grand scale more as say, the Japanese popularity. No, well, I don't know. Of. I think pokey shipping had a pretty wide thing. I mean, if you think about it, I. Well, after the Orange Islands, it seemed like they were a lot of subtle hints in that direction. It was. It sure was. Yeah, indeed. And that was a great question, indeed. Now we're going to go into our next call-in. Thank you, Sunan. Thank you, Sunan, very much. We're going to go right along. Welcome to Channel and have her responses and questions and all that good stuff. Hello. Hello, welcome to the Welcome to the podcast. 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 Welcome to
Okay, this has probably been answered before, so, yeah. Okay, where do trainers in the anime get their money from? Is it like the games where you win money after battling people, or do they get a weekly check from whatever league they are participating in? I know we've done this before, but we don't yeah. know. Mm. We have, we don't we really have a solid that answer. Mm. Model <laughs> yeah. Well, consider this. Where does Ash's mom get her money from? Professor Oak, where else? Whatever the equivalent of social security is. Oh, well, hey, no, sorry. Uh, that's right. In, uh, what, what version of the Pokemon anime? Well, rather, what time line is it? Because I know in one of the various Pokemon universes, she's to actually own a restaurant. All right. Okay, so we answered the first question. We've made right. it clear that we have, that we do not have, we cannot do anything about. Uh, yeah, that's kind of. That was kind of tricky. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what's, what's the second uh, question? Okay. Um, this has become a popular uh, topic on the forums in the Pokemon World section. What is the connection with the uh, Mystery Dungeon World and the regular Pokemon World that we already know? And also, would the anime help us explain this connection in any way? Ooh. Uh, is there even a connection? Episode. Yeah, we don't even know. Actually, I think it's just a dream. I think I think it's just two. I think it's just two separate things altogether. It's probably mm. not going to be. I had a dream. Because really, cause well, it kind of feels it. like it. It is because it seems like it's uh, all tied to one thing because of the fact that a uh, human was uh, was pulled out of their world and into the pocket into um, the, the mystery dungeon universe but um well, actually, that would put them in a different place wouldn't it i'm getting wizard of oz feel off of it to tell you the truth i've yeah. been the whole this yeah. is going to all be well, that will be that'll be a very good plot line i think uh, the japanese the japanese writer should i take that since uh, <laughs> you have you have uh, to knocked out and then, yeah. hmm. <laughs> see i'm trying to remember the mysterious dungeon special how that was handled. Ash woke well, up as a Pokemon. Well, Ash was turned into a Pokemon in the series. I mean, you can't forget about that. I mean, it Episode still happened, even though... Yeah, 243. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I, I Yes, it is. I just, I just think it was really unique. I, I don't, I, don't, I like transformation stuff. I'm a huge transformation fan. Yes, indeed. You know, I think that's something we'll have to look into. And I, oh my god, I, oh my god, um, uh, I, I post, I had so many theories. I posted them all on that thread, and wow. I'm gonna stick with it. It's only a dream. One of the one of the most series. Right ahead. Uh, one of the most popular theories was that there are t- the um, there was a meteor um, a meteor that kind of you know the meteor that kind of made the dinosaurs go extinct. Well, um, when uh, Pokemon were created, there was the meteor that struck the Earth, and, and Pokemon were created from that. But uh, in a different alternate universe, uh, the world collided and. Um, and it made um, humans go extinct or something like that. And there's some kind of a, I don't know, something see, about see the, pro- see the problem is alternate alternate. Here's, um, here's, a, here's the here's the problem I see with that. 
Uh, if, if you ever heard of the caste system and the whole uh, the cold caste and Buddhist system, if you, if you if you take that into account, when somebody dies, they don't not remember their previous uh, the previous incarnation. Right. So if you so if, you, so if you're if you're in the, if you're you're viewing it as the caste system, it will not work because uh, you, wouldn't, like you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't remember that you were human to begin with. I'm going to put it like this. I really feel <clears throat> something like this is the same with uh, books and such. He goes up to an author and. Says, says, man, I think this and this is this is in your book, you know, I read this and this, and they look at the person and say, well, man, you know, I just, I just wrote this, and I did not write any of that in the book. I really feel sometimes people write too many things into anime or yes. literature that isn't there, and sometimes it's, a lot of times it's just a much simpler answer. But it is, a standalone subplot, Someone who was turning to a Pokemon and had to do Yeah, it could be mm. being one episode deal to have like the um, Chrono Trigger anime. Just you think he could have based the Mystery Dungeon thing on what happened in um, uh, with um, episode 243? No, no, no completely no. different. Completely, completely different. different idea. Yeah, I, I know. I realize that, but uh, I was just the because like. I mean, it was, it, it's sort of the same idea as, in terms of Pokemon transformations, but it's, and it was handled differently in, in see, terms of the story. The thing is, though, you're, you're talking about a generation gap and a different ideal. The only thing that Dungeon has in common with Pokemon that Pokemon characters were used in a dungeon model game. Now, that series is old. It was a hack and That dungeon series yeah. has been around for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Usually it's they made up other Final characters. Fantasy characters. Yeah. There you go. They use other characters from other games and other anime series in that dungeon series. So. And, uh, yeah. BGL, thank you for calling again. All right, thank you. All right, thank you for calling again. Bye. Okay, see you. Yeah. And thank you, Pete for calling. And while we compose ourselves, why don't you compose yourself with this message? Hi, my name is Satoshi Kim, and this is my good friend Misty here. And we would like to tell you about Bulba Garden, the channel, which is a chat based on RC that is that is on the Bulba Garden website, where you can access it through RC. Instructions uh, are on the webpage, and what you do is you want to join server irc.pocketmonsters.net and join Channel Bulba Garden if you already know MRC. If not, you can just use the Java chat and come chat with us sometime. And you never know, you might meet some new people, you might meet some odd people, you might have a good time. So we really would love to see you there. Episode three of season two. We're gonna to get to another question here from Sunay. We're gonna get a, we're gonna answer a few more questions here. So this is gonna be more Q and A, which everybody loves apparently. Uh, let's uh, let's see if we can find a question that we have not answered in the last thing here. Okay, 
Here's going. Here's a question that's going to spark a little bit of controversy. Ooh, here we go. Sitting right here. It's been almost a whole season since PUSA took over the English double Pokemon from four kids. How do they compare in production value? Couldn't They're tell you because I never listened to the English dub. Yeah. See that. See the problem with that is we would have to have people that actually watch the thing. I watched I about do. five minutes. Well, actually, yeah, we got someone who does. Well, we have somebody who does. So. I and also, we, I, I chat in the channel full of people as well, and from what I've heard, it has gotten better, and even if it isn't as good as it was, people are starting to get used to it more, and the real fans, or the main fans, are starting to enjoy it again because they already enjoyed Pokemon. Well, see, my opinion of the dub is as time has gone on is basically... It's gotten to the point where I've gotten used to pretty much everyone. The only person who I can't really stand is Ash. And I, I don't know what's, why Sarah just can't get it, but it, ter- yeah, it, it just irks me a little. And it's just a constant presence. Everyone else I can deal with, Ash I can't. And it's really kind of obnoxious that... The characters, some of the characters who were done very well, like May, we're never going to see her again. So it's it, it's kind of a bit frustrating there. But remember, Ash was kind of annoying in the in the first season of the. Oh God, I remember oh, when he sure was. I remember when Kids WB showed the road to Indigo, and I was I first heard that voice. It's like, ow, 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 oh, that voice. No, hurts it, my it was ears. even it was even more fun when it was run in syndication. But I think we've we've pretty much uh, touched most of the bases on that. Well, well, here's how. Well, we're talking about production value here, because remember, yes. because remember, we have to touch everything, not just voice acting. We have to touch about uh, production standards. And four kids, remember, they used to like to cut. Any. Used to like to cut a lot of things and paint over them. Mm. Yeah, it did seem like four kids was really getting kind of bad with that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like turning oh, race balls into sandwiches. But it's, and it's like PUSA, they suddenly, it suddenly stopped. So it felt like they were actually bringing it back to the standard of around Indigo. Here's a, here's a couple of... No, Indigo here's, here's is a couple. still spray-painted like mm-hmm. crazy. Yes, it was, because you had the signs painted off. But, yes, um, that was, but that I, have two, I have two valid points here. Uh, most of the problem, the problematic things about 4Kids uh, was they had to cater to the WB standards. WB standards, mm-hmm. of course, had to do with uh, time cuts and other things, because, of course, uh, they couldn't do speed-ups. Well, actually, I think they did speed-ups, because if you recall, for a few reruns that were on the WB at one time, they actually sped up the intro, which, uh, which uh, that's does not, happen That's not necessarily the... Um, the fault of um, four kids, though. I actually know someone who's worked at a television station. Well, yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of stations do standards uh, with the station itself. Yeah, the other case that I was uh, going to going to tell you was when PLC took it over, they reinstated the AG intro music the to the title. They they reinstated mm-hmm. the AG title music because if you recall, in the dub anyway, they used the old classic intro title from way beginning. Uh, episodes two on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's go to uh, number eight here of Sunane's questions. Thank you very much, Sunane, for these questions. Once again, you have the most uh, detailed questions that we have seen in a while. Uh, she writes once again. Do you think Pokemon did enough 
for the 10th anniversary of Pokemon Worldwide? If not, but would you've been that? What would you've done different? And I can't even speak tonight. Any case, what have you? What would you done different if you controlled 10th anniversary celebration? I can say this in my own experience because I went down to New York, the New York one, and I can tell you that aside from the annoying 10th anniversary music, which I wanted to uh, completely disembody my head from my body. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the most of the events there was pretty long. I could tell you that there were about 500 person lines for the 20 Pokemon that were uh, mentioned that you could trade on your Game Boy and those uh, preview stations for Ranger and the other games as well, Mystery Dungeon. Hey, at least you had the uh, Pokemon downloads in your country. We didn't get them here in Australia. They didn't get them in England either, did I think? They didn't go no, to the England didn't have battling. That's right. Mm. Yeah, I remember we didn't get battling. Oh wait, no, we did get battling here, but they were only city championships, and they weren't a state thing. Yeah, because I remember and, McGraw went to a thing expecting to do some battling because he's very good at that, and there was no paddling whatsoever. But he dude. did get to download some stuff, so he he had the one, but not the other. So we're we're basically saying they didn't do enough. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. They didn't. They didn't do it. They, and uh, oh. in my opinion, it was too child-oriented. I do think they could have involved the fan community a lot more. I don't know how it was done in America, but over here in Australia, uh, most of the staff at the event were not Nintendo staff or fans. They were just hired uh, renter staff from renter like staff. an events company. But they know nothing about the games, and they're not going to learn it in a 10-minute briefing. Let's be honest here. It is very difficult to arrange those sorts of events. There's not many franchises that would actually bother doing that sort of thing. So, in consensus, we will say that they should have done a better job, and we just No, it's not a better job. More. Well, it, it's a co- it coincides with that, though. They should have done a better job by adding more. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand over the microphone to winner to have you have them deliver the question of the week and also the results of last week's question. So go right ahead. Thank you, TSS, and hello, everyone. As you know, last week's question was, should the Battle Tower be phased out of the games and has the time for 100 consecutive wins ran its course? Water Pokemon Master wrote, No, they are good places to learn your team's strengths and weaknesses and to try out new attacks and combos and junk. Fabuvini, personally, I am not motivated to get the 100 wins. After the Battle Frontier, I wouldn't want to see much more emphasis on the tower in the future. However, I still think Game Freak should think carefully if they do consider removing it. The tower's main advantage is that it is a useful feature for those into, who are into pure battling, so it would be interesting to know what the section of the fandom think who are into net battle and Wi-Fi. Paper Fairy. The frontier is nice, but the tower on its own needs to go. The tower is a little boring after a while, but the frontier adds for a little variety. TTE. I agree that they need that they needed the battle tower at least as part of Emerald's Battle Frontier so it could link to Ruby Sapphires. I do think it's a bit old, though. I mean, it's all 50 or all 100, and there's little to no variety. If, if they had a battle tower bringing back the Stadium and Stadium 2 cups, though, I'd like it, especially the little cup. I always liked that, and now it would make more of a difference in breeding skills than to just be lucky with abilities and natures and raising and lowering stats. The Battle Frontier, though, could exist for another generation. After all, as a whole, it's got a lot more than even the stadium games. Great Liver. I would say that I never really liked doing those things because you don't gain experience points from them. 
Also, I like what Archaic was saying about it being a hassle to level Pokemon to level 100. Infinite Sceptile. I never actually battled in the Battle Tower on Emerald. My negative experiences with Crystal gave me a strong aversion to it. All of the Pokemon had beastly movesets, insane stats, and impossible luck. Everything hit. Everything paralyzed or confused. I prefer the Battle Factory, and I hope that if any facility returns for the third installment of DP, that would be it. Pure battling was never my cup of tea, and I'm sure a majority of the fan base at large would agree. HJH. Yeah, battling with a team of Pokemon you never dreamed of using the Battle Factory was very fun. Prime Cup Eevee. The Battle Tower now seems intertwined with the games that should not simply be phased out. There are enough people willing to take the challenge that it should remain in the game. However, I suggest that when you lose your streak at the Battle Tower, instead of starting over from Battle 1, you may begin your conquest at the point of one half of the total consecutive battles you just won. For example, if you just lost at your 40th battle, you restart as though you just won your 20th battle. That way the boring battles can be skipped, though the challenging battles must be fought again. And our own Misty wrote, We need a full 6-on-6 battle tower, which I completely agree with. Thank you very much. And now the second question of the week, which will be answered in Season 2, Episode 4 of the Bulbacast. What would you like to see in the third installment of the fourth generation games? Let me know your thoughts. Yes, oh, indeed. All right. Sounds great to me. And thank you, Winter, for thank you. giving us these knowledgeable facts. And we are going to check in the question of the week next week, of course. And now we're going to go to our final thoughts. Uh, let's start this time with you know, uh, how, what are your final thoughts on uh, what transpired today? Or tonight, rather. This is one of the best things ever. Yes. SK, you're next. Uh, well, I really enjoyed this this evening. The questions were good, especially Sunane's. And the Collins also Sunane. were very, yes. very, very good. I believe we answered a lot of important questions this evening. And Agreed. I just hope that whoever is out there listening to us in Radioland really enjoyed us. And I hope for many, many more Bulbacasts. And uh, PPN, you're next. I'll have to agree with Toshi uh, on questions from Sune. They were very well thought out, very relevant. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed those. We really appreciate it. Yes, indeed. indeed. I hope uh, all you out there listening come back and join us next week mm-hmm. and the weeks out to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot more uh, exciting things planned for the upcoming uh, season of Bulbacast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just now getting started. Funny yeah. things are the hey, rest release of Diamond and Pearl as well. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening mm-hmm. then. That's, uh, yeah, it is going to be coming crazy. April, so. And uh, my comments would have to be uh, very good, a very good uh, panel tonight. And I hope uh, we're going to have this panel for hopefully the, the upcoming weeks because I've enjoyed the in-depth discussion here, especially Sunin's questions. Thank you, Sunin, once again. To key off of what everybody said, uh, Sunin's questions were very thought out and across a very good discussion. And I really enjoyed those questions because it... It uh, causes us to interact with one another, and I think uh, everybody enjoys that. So hopefully we yeah. have more questions that questions like that in the future. Question call-ons, great as usual. We are going to definitely have more in-depth results and uh, in-depth questions and in-depth answers. And also uh, a few specials coming up. We're going to do some specials on Movie 9 mm-hmm. and other things. Of course, when we discuss on DP, that is going to be very in-depth as well since we are going to start uh, getting into the episodes very soon. And finally, mm-hmm. we're going to Archaic for his final words, so go ahead. Needs more pie. Uh, of course, we, everybody wants to visit... Uh, 
PocketMonster.net, BulbaGarden.net, PokemonPalace.net, and of course the respective IRC channels, BulbaGarden and Pound PocketMonsters on irc.systemnet.info or irc.pocketmonsters.net. Mm-hmm. Those two locations will get you here and we want you here because it'll give us the satisfaction of interaction. And of course, Pound Bulbacast will always be open the one hour before recording time. And so that's about it. Uh, basically, go to the sites now. Click links. Yes. I'd like to thank everybody for joining us for Bulbacast episode number three of season two. It only remains me to thank uh, Satoshkun, Archaic, Misty, PPN Steve, our Colin Fullmaster, and Pokemon Trainer Lisa. And Winner, of course, for doing his thing. And I am Tooth Killer saying, please join us next week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Mata, mate.